Hello, my beautiful friends. The chaos in America is continuing. Actually, it's snowballing faster and faster. And I have never been so, I don't know, unexcited in a way to talk about it. Um, Because while it is exciting to look at all the pieces, moving pieces that are going on and people's reactions, at the same time, it isn't necessarily a solution. But I'm not here for solutions. I'm not here to go and sway you one way or another. I'm here to make you ask the question, why, how, when, where, whatever. Um, but been missing for a little bit, um, so I apologize for that. But I had some stuff going on. Uh, I had to really kind of go through it. I, If I remember, I'll address it towards the end of the episode. I kind of just want to get straight on into it because I feel like there is quite a bit to talk about. <clears throat> Let's start off with this new bill that uh, that good old Biden's trying to pass. It's uh, whew, it's a doozy. So the bill would allow the government to go through, monitor your SMS or text messages to ensure that you aren't exercising your free speech and aren't trying to sway people from getting the vaccine. That is a direct infringement of your freedom of speech. Not to mention, it's monitoring your private conversations. It's bad enough that social media has become the platform for people to listen to to the things that you have going on in your life in order to go and sell your information to advertisements, advertisers and so on and so forth because you know, being a millionaire just isn't enough. Zach needs more. Or Matt. Well, what the fuck is his name? Zuckerberg. Whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's what we're kind of just sitting around and we're, we're watching happen. Uh, my biggest fear is, because I don't think, I, I, I don't think that there's a sane person um, who's going to allow this bill to pass... My biggest fear is the executive order that has been overused and it could really, really cause a lot of issues. I believe that that would be the, that would be the straw that broke the camel's back. I really do believe it. That's such a, such a violation of, of, of your rights, of our rights. Um, not even just, I mean... It's almost, it's human rights at that, realistically. I mean, dude, that's just absolutely positively taking all sense of freedom away. The problem is, is again, you're carrying this microphone around and this camera around you everywhere you go. And it's a very, very slippery, slippery slope. They're essentially basically telling you that they're listening in. And they're listening to see if you are saying anything negative about the government, which realistically the biggest concern other than unemployment and all this and that. But all that nonsense, according to them, can be tied into, uh, and in many ways it is, it's their handling of it. But anyway, uh, it's the COVID, COVID outbreak. They got you motherfuckers fooled good. I'm telling you right now, it is insane. It is insane. Not only are they going to listen to your conversations, they're also going to come into your home. 
or come to your home. The federal government has absolutely zero reason, unless you broke the law, to knock on your fucking door. Zero whatsoever. And the other thing that it really creates, which really, really creeps me out on a federal level, realistically, is a manifest. A manifest of people who have, a manifest of people who haven't. What was their reaction? You know what I mean? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's creating, you know, a great database of, you know what I mean, the people in the country. That's a scary thought. Even scarier is that these people are going to promote the vaccination of children, which once again, there's absolutely no reason to do that because they're healthy and they have a strong immune system. And number two, we don't know what the long-term effects are going to be of these vaccinations. And they don't deserve to have you make a decision based on no facts. And then they have to pay the price for your ignorance. And that is 100% what it will be. No matter how much you cry about it and try to sue and you will sue and you'll probably win. At the end of the day, I'm here to tell you that it's your fault. 100% undeniably your fault. You're supposed to be a parent. You don't use your kids to prove yourself right or make yourself look good. That's not what you do. You protect your fucking children. You can be proud of your child. But to use them as a platform, that's not parenting. It's being a dick. And the only reason why you would go ahead and realistically have your children take this vaccine is either A, because you're ignorant and you have zero information and you are just taking all the ads word at value or you're doing it to prove a point because you can't say that it's based off of facts because there are no facts they're trying to get the research they're trying to but there isn't there isn't enough time These are the scary, the scary situations and things that are going on on a regular basis right now. It's absolutely insane. They have started, they have successfully started a war against the two parties to eliminate one party. Like I said, in order to, uh, well, I said it in a previous recording that I screwed up pretty badly. The party system is, is meant to balance itself out. Now, you may want to get an upper hand, especially if you're controlling the office. That is perfectly fine. But the thing that separates democracy from socialism, okay, is that people are involved in a government because there's a two-party system and the people can belong to one party or the other and they keep themselves balanced. Now, there are countries that have multiple parties, Multiple, multiple parties. Same basic idea. It creates a sense of balance. And that's how business is, you know, conducted. That's how we are, be, that's how we are kept safe as citizens. You know what I mean? So we don't get, like, ate up and 
and taken advantage of. They are essentially creating a war where they want neighbor to fight neighbor in order to suppress the Republicans as much as humanly possible, have one party become superior and basically take over. I mean, that would be socialism. And socialism, if you want to know, you know, how happy the citizens of socialism is, just look at the Cuba crisis that is happening. It's pretty, pretty straightforward, I think. Socialism is, in theory, is supposed to be everybody is equal. Well, how is it that our politicians are millionaires? If you look at the salary, the average salary of, of a politician, anybody sitting in office, it's not millions of dollars. So where are these millions coming from? Hmm. Nancy Pelosi basically read, uh, uh, dropped the breadcrumbs of, uh, you know, her husband basically having insider information and becoming, you know, extremely wealthy because of it. Nothing. Not a word. Nothing. It's, you know, it, it's, it's just crazy. I, I don't know, I don't know how much more obvious things can get. Now, certain stats will say that people are beginning to either lean towards the middle or come over to the right as, as a whole. The problem is, is that it doesn't matter <laughs> because the left controls the narrative right now. The left controls the media, the left controls social media, or the Chinese control social media, <laughs> and they control the narrative. So it doesn't matter. Because 70% of Americans could be like, no, 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 we're done with this. But they control the narrative. See, this is why right now is the time to act. Right now is the time to stop this administration. We're rolling down a really, really dangerous path. You know, you're, you're talking financially or economically, absolutely. It's, it's a disaster. But... When it comes to politics and relations um, on a domestic level, it is an absolute disaster. If you are a Republican state and you request any type of assistance, you will be flat out ignored. That is not how it works. That is not how it works. The federal government is never supposed to be one or the other because this is what happens. And then there's the greatest trick of all. The greatest trick of all is that they're going to free you from oppression, from systemic racism. They are the saviors. The Republicans are racist inherently. Donald Trump is a racist. 
the Republicans are racist. You know what's hilarious about that? I want you to think about this. Now, this is mind-blowing, right? But this is fucking crazy, okay? The left has almost on every single opportunity of progress of African-American people they have opposed. It was Republicans that ended that ended uh, uh, slavery. Look at who fought and who voted against, including the president who is sitting in office right now telling you that he is going to free you from the racism of Donald Trump. He has voted and spoke that he did not want, um, whatchamacallit, he basically wanted wanted to keep things segregated. Uh, there was a bill about um, expanding, basically expanding uh, bus, bus bus routes um, for financial reasons, but also in order to um, increase socialization um, and have some of the kids that were inner city kids or on the verge thereof. Um, that would be picked up and would and would be a part of the community of the school, um, just so you know people. That, because that's what matters. It, your color or, or or shit or religion and shit doesn't matter. But that was the program, and he voted against it. Um, the things that they say are racist. The things that they do are racist. Everything they've done thus far has been racist. If you don't believe me, every show, every movie, every speech, and every time that you go out in public, you are now more cognizant of people's color than you've ever been before. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. But if you want to go and if you want to eliminate division, then you probably shouldn't draw a line between races. Because in order to eliminate division, you have to have people come together. Nobody's coming together right now. The actions that they have allowed to happen, the organizations the media spin has been nothing but filled with the ideologies that promote racism and in many ways keeping breaking up the idea of communities They've already broken the ideas of family. I mean, the divorce rate is out of control. But now what they're going to do is they're going to break apart the idea of a community. Because a community is a very, very strong thing. A community can make a change. See, and this is how 
systemic this, this, this process is. That they are now going to hit on a very, very local level. And hopefully they can split up those communities so no progress can be done. People will be too busy fighting over a fucking crumb as opposed to living together and stop letting the wealthy get wealthier and have the right people make the decisions of how to bridge the gap between the poor and the rich. For one, we have to reinstate the middle class. Or at least... At least something resembling it. We don't have to call it a middle class, obviously. We have to reform programs. We have to, again, welfare program needs to be reformed. That is a must. Right then and there, you promote change. Right then and there, business owners that are going to create jobs and are going to create the financial stability that needs to be in order for there to be an improvement in that community because they're seeing that there is so much future potential with individuals trying to better themselves through different through schoolings through programs that's 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 the beginning that's the start that's how the federal government can, can do a lot of things. For one, uh, I believe budgetarily, uh, that's not, definitely not a fucking word, by the way. I, I definitely made that up. Um, but I believe in the long run, it's going to be a great money-saving program because you are going to have people reinvesting in the economy in a way that it was meant to be, which is money for goods, labor for money. Create that system again. You start to create stability. But international affairs need to be left alone. As of right now, like I told you, if you go and look at our budgets, I think you'll be really, really shocked. The percentages that are domestic as opposed to international and that's a real problem, especially because we're talking about a problem in this country, and yet we are still trying to pass astronomical fucking budgets that the people have to pay for. Taxes should not have to increase unless you are spending too much money. That's the way that it works. People should not be punished for the actions that they are not involved in, i.e. the Keystone Pipeline rising um, oil prices. There's no reason why the people should have to pick up that tab. However, they're going to be responsible to do so. And then you have, like I said, I mean, you have the political party that is 100% have been pro-slavery. Um, you know? Pro-oppression. Historically, from the birth and what they have represented. You can even look at most likely more recent bills if you really want to dig. And I think you'll find that a lot of them are very, very similar. And if you look at the bills that have been paid, uh, that have been passed, none of them have really been anything that benefits 
that community at all, really. The stimulus uh, kick that we're about to get um, for families, while a great program and giving people an opportunity, you know, financial. Like I said, everybody's, you know, people who get the stimulus need the stimulus. Unfortunately, that's the way it works. The biggest problem is, is again, we're creating debt for our children. And um, the longer we, the longer we keep that going, I mean, the more, the more um, debt is going to accrue. That's just, the, that's just the way it works. You know, and it's a dangerous game that you play. We're being fed lies every single day. We need to start having conversations. I think the first conversation needs to be had. People need people from the left need to start talking to people with the right and vice versa. The reason why is because you eliminate the political um, tension and then you can go after programs that are taking advantage of people financially and in order, you know, for their own agendas, such as the Black Lives Matter movement. It's your co-founder, you know, says it all. Then you can go and you can, you can start having those conversations. And I think the way that you have that conversation is the right creates a representative, somebody who can speak and we can have discussions. But this somebody has to be somebody who is approachable, somebody on both sides. There needs to be some leeway, some, some ability to see the other person's perspective. Because if not, I mean, it's just, it's just a waste of fucking time. But there needs to be a representation. There needs to be a representation. And racial tension, I think, can be solved by working together to eliminate those neighborhoods that have no future for their children. For those people's children. Because the fact of the matter is. Once we go and we sit back and we look. And we look at the messages that are being pushed down your throat. You start to realize the majority of them are a lie. And no matter what promises they make. No matter how much money. Through stimulus packages that they give you. Your neighborhood. Is still going to be your neighborhood. It's never going to change. There's not going to be any improvement. There's not going to be any more future. I think the way to bring people together is to eliminate those. Work together. Have conversations. How can we make the neighborhood safer? How can we go and create progress? How can we create opportunities? See, that's a solution. Everybody wants to take pride in the place they live. And everybody wants equal opportunities. You're starting a war between the white folk and, and black folk. And y'all are fighting that war, but how is that improving anything? It's not. It pauses, it stops all progress. 
There is no rebuilding. There is no nothing. You all need to stop and think. You're letting an old, historically known to be somewhat racist man tell you how to live your life. You're waiting for people to give you a handout instead of going out there for the hustle. The hustle was everything. It was always, you know, whose hustle was the best. You took pride in that. If you busted your ass and you knew what the fuck you were doing, your pockets were always full. Not even talking about illegal shit. Just in general. Now people just want to do none of the work and get all the money. <laughs> it's funny how that works, huh? That's the place where we're at right now. I think the most important thing right now is that, like I said, I think there needs to be a representation. Um... People need to be involved. People need to be informed. Then these discussions need to start happening. There are some reasonable people on the left. Just like there are some completely unreasonable people on the right. So it shouldn't be so hard to find someone reasonable on each side in order to start having discussions. Or, or, even better yet, have somebody who's not directly necessarily got their hands in a cookie jar represent each side. But somebody who is a represent- representation of that party. You know what I mean? These conversations need to be started to be had. Man, I don't know if that made any sense. Sorry, I have like a weird speech impediment. But these conversations need to be had. The reason why I popped on tonight and kind of went through this is like I said it's 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 so so odd how much bullshit is being like pulled over your eyes either that or you're just so dumbfounded that you have nothing to say I mean I shit I understand that but as much as that might be the case right now is not the time for silence man right now is the time for discussion but you know, even like, even my friends who are who are on the left, even you know, they don't have the discussion. And maybe because I'm kind of in your face a little bit, but I have calmed down quite a bit, especially in this format or in person. Really, I think uh, I think discussing politics uh, over text <laughs> is a horrible way to go, because you know, there's so many. You know, you lose the inflection and all that nonsense. You know, because a good politics discussion is heated, but again, there's wiggle room, you know, it's, it's what kind of makes it fun in a way, but we can't have that anymore. Um, because the moment that your opinion differs or the moment that you belong to a different, different political party, you are labeled instantly. You want to talk about systemic racism? 
Well, labeling Republicans as white racists and Nazis just because that's systemic racism. Just labeled a group as being participants in a terrible, terrible hate group just based off of their political affiliation. just fucking crazy like it makes no sense like every day do you see things that are a little bit off yes of course of course but people have gotten so used to staying fucking quiet and then when people started speaking up they started speaking up about weird shit and that's where the cancel culture came in oh fuck man 25 fucking years ago you said faggot I need to cancel you today because that is hurtful. Even though when we grew up, that was just a regular thing we threw around because that's how we talk shit and we were immature. Didn't mean that I hated anybody who was gay or, you know, thought any less of anybody. It was just something we did. You know what I mean? But those are the things that y'all went after. You know, it's, it's crazy. It's the, uh, your guys' movements are fucking hilarious, man. Because they're the laziest, the laziest, laziest movements. Laziest movements. Listen, man, I can walk out on the street and I can go and I can pick something up that I don't like. And I could probably start a cool chant. And I could probably get at least 10 people within, I don't know, three minutes uh, to join me in a chant. And that's all it took. Now, that's lazy. Because there's no solutions, right? There's no dialogue. All you're doing is yelling and screaming. Anybody can do that. You're all flash, no substance. You're weak, you're shallow. And to be completely honest with you, most of y'all are. Sorry, you've been taught to worry about yourself so much and put yourself in front of everybody else that you have become shallow. But that's the world that we've created. Just like the vaccinations and the possible side effects long term that could possibly happen and you crying and yelling and Claiming to be a victim and suing for millions and millions of dollars. It's still your fault. And same with this. The fact that we can't have a discussion without somebody being emotionally irrational. And begin to use, you know, names and, you know, insults. We created that demographic. But we didn't create it, but we approved of it. And we're still approving of it. And the further and further it goes. Isn't it funny that these guys talked about your rights. But the more and more power that they get, the more and more rights you are beginning to lose. Like you're about to lose freedom of speech altogether. Like, 
say the wrong fucking thing when you're texting your fucking ma. And, you know, boom. Now you have government officials coming in and asking you, yo, man, you know the Nazis did the same exact shit with the Jews, right? Literally the same shit. I'm telling you, man, the creation of the ghettos is next. This is by the book, man. It may seem like I'm saying a little, like, crazy. Like, well, dude, calm the fuck down, man. Nah, dude, this is, this is real. This is real. The propaganda taking over the media. Silencing people's voices. I'm telling you right now that if you can't recognize the fact that the more powerful these guys get and the more they push down the, 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 the Republicans, the less rights you have. Every step of the way. I would ask you to prove me wrong, please. But I guarantee you can't. Think about, think about it. Just, just think about it. Ask yourself the question. As far as freedom is concerned, because I normally ask you, like, I, I, I say, hey, ask yourself, do you think this is better than what it was? Well, now I want you to look at it from, from racial, um, racial tensions, tensions between political parties, and then that's your distractions. And now I want you to look at some of the bills that are on the table, some of the bills that passed. Some of the stuff you're going to have to pay for out of taxes that maybe you had no involvement in. Just ask those questions. That's it. We're losing this country extremely fast. What, what these guys have done, I would have expected for it to take one and a half to two years. I actually expected this to start really, really... Uh, unraveling like this after Biden uh, had, was forced to step down. Um, I kind of figured Kamala was going to be in her, uh, he was going to do a year, she was going to be in a seat for about six months, and then um, the snowball effect was really going to start. You can take that however you want, because uh, with her, uh, both are probably true. So, anywho, um, that was uh, <laughs> that was my uh, my prediction, but this is happening so fast, it's almost like uh, day after tomorrow, man, like all that shit that was supposed to happen, you know, happened, you know, fucking what was supposed to happen over the course of like a hundred years happened in like a week. Um, it's kind of like non-believable in a way, you know, I, I think that if you, if this was a movie and if you were watching it, you'd be like, man, there's no way fucking people would just stand by and do nothing. This is fucking crazy, man. This is that movie guys. <laughs> Like I said, I'm not here to offend anybody. I'm also not here to really make you change your mind in anything really per se. I want you to figure out your own path. Deductive reasoning, common sense, man. Look at who's getting rich. Look who's getting poor. Look who's getting more rights. Look who's getting less rights. Look who's getting away with what. Who's getting richer. Who's getting poor. 
all those questions, just take a minute and ask them. Once you do, I think you'll see that we need to figure something out together. Once again, that's the way we fix our country. And that is the beginning of the way that we start to cool down these racial tensions so that we can move forward. We can work together to rebuild everything and close these gaps and create opportunities. Bring back the American dream if it's done the right way. If you create programs, not just as a whole, in order to assist people, give them incentives. We shall see what happens. But today I really... Um, yeah, just wanted to really kind of point out how, how insane we, you know, things have gotten. And just, I guess, how ballsy uh, these guys have gotten. Because there's like zero fucks given. Like, they don't care. They're just going for it. So. And it's gotten to the place where we laugh it off so fucking much that they're not even hiding anymore. Like, this is some of the most ridiculous shit, people. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Maybe I'm a fool, but I'm really, really hopeful. I really, really think people's eyes are opening as well, a lot faster than I predicted as well. Once we create that dialogue, the government's going to panic. You're going to see it. And that's how you'll know that you made the right decision by coming and having some sort of a dialogue, some sort of a. We need to come up with some sort of a common ground instead of just yelling and screaming at each other. A lot of what politics is a negotiation in order to meet someplace in the middle so that both sides are happy. Think about that. Right now, nobody's talking because all you want is people to yell and scream. You, through your um, actions, by acting like a total fucking idiot, are pausing any type of progress while you're chanting for progress. Okay, man, I'm done with this. <laughs> Sorry, I went a little longer than I expected and repeated myself probably like 14 times. I'm telling you, telling you. All right, man, so like I said, uh, I've been gone for about a week. Uh, was going through some shit, um, you know, uh, battling some mental health stuff uh I got you know I'm still kind of going through it a little bit um you know it's an ongoing thing obviously um the bad days have increased a little bit so I've been you know I, I hit these points and <clears throat> but uh I've had uh, I've had a lot of people message me and say uh you know when you're really struggling maybe it will help to record one of these for one it's kind of ending um, in a non-specific kind of way about the things that you feel and how you feel, you know, not necessarily getting specific about the reasons why, but just the emotional roller coaster and kind of how the whole process goes through. Um, definitely wasn't in the mental space to do it this last time. Um, so it didn't, but if it's something that any of y'all will be interested in, just comment anywhere, whether it's on whatever, you know, platform you listen on this on or, you know, um, you know, wherever you find link, I guess. But 
Mental health is something that is ignored on a regular basis, and there needs to be a lot more research done on it. Um, I think that, I think that hopefully we get there. I think that pharmaceuticals are, while they can be beneficiary at the same time, they can be extremely dangerous and we're losing a lot of people on a day-to-day basis. So it's kind of scary if you think about it. You know, you never know what somebody's going through. You know, you might see somebody and you might think that they're, you know, a piece of shit or a dick, but you don't know what's going on. And that's part of what we've lost was the ability to see somebody else's perspective. I feel that if, for me, if for some reason me and somebody are clashing, I've always been the one to approach and just be like, hey man, what's going on? How can we figure this out? Because there's no point in just letting it go. It's not going to let it go. It's just going to, tensions are going to rise and things are going to get worse. It's creating dialogue, trying to see their perspective, trying to have them see your perspective. It doesn't need to go, and you don't need to agree, and they don't need to agree. You don't even need to say disagree or or agree to disagree. You kind of just show your perspective. They tell you their perspective, and fuck it. At least you both know where you stand. But anyway, way off topic in a way. But uh, yeah, like I said, uh, if it's something that um, my mind is all over the place all the time, um, so if I'm having one of those crazy ass days, uh, if, like I said, if it's something that, you, you know, you'd be interested in listening to and maybe um, comparing those, you know, of what you or somebody that you know uh, is going through, uh, just pop in the comment. Sorry for being gone for so long. Like I said, um, just had to work my way through it, but uh, I'm glad to be back. I want to thank every single one of y'all that is... Uh, you know, has supported me. Um, I really appreciate it. And I'll catch you on the flip side.